0: This is a Nigerian podcast. It is an unsafe space for small vaginas and big vaginas. Um, This podcast is now owned by a Nigerian company who just happens to be very interested in all things Malaysia. I know it sounds unlikely that they bought us over, but it is what it is. Um, So if you're an angry Malaysian civil servant or Malaysian government official, just know that you have no... Jurisdiction. Please forward your grievances to the Nigerian Federal Ministry of Communications and Digital Economy. I'm sure they'll be able to understand you. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, you beautiful fox, and welcome to episode number two hundred and twenty-four of the comedy podcast. Come into ya! ...on Monday, 20th September 2021. Hope you had a wonderful weekend, you beautiful fucks. I'm recording this on Friday. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, My woman is going to be with me throughout the whole time. I'll talk about that in a second. But just want to address the intro real quick. It was a half joke. Uh, We have definitely been bought by a Nigerian company for $80 US million. And it is not part of a money laundering scheme... The usual explicit warnings, yeah? It's an explicit podcast uh, where we make fun of anything, everything, and everyone. So I'm going to need you to assume every single trigger warning. That means if you're very religious or if you're very woke, this podcast is not recommended for you, okay? Listener discretion is advised. Warning, warning, warning. Amaran, amaran, amaran. Bahaya, bahaya, bahaya. At the end of today's episode, I will be addressing exactly how I am talking to aliens A bunch of you asked me that, so stick to the end to find out. Oh, it's feeling like one of those YouTube videos. Anyway, I read this really annoying tweet today. It said, uh, I'm going to read it right now. You can be friends with people for years. And it could take years to realize they were never your friend. That's deep. Oh, God. These types of of tweets, these pseudo-intellectual tweets. I don't know what to call these kind of tweets, but they're so cringe. They're specifically designed to get, like, tons of retweets and all that, right? They just have the vibe of, like, like this is what the tweet feels like. And another example of a tweet with this kind of vibe is, We used to talk every day, but now we're strangers. I don't even know you anymore. It's like it never happened. 100k retweets. Just tweets that don't mean anything Uh it's like it's like me, if you follow the logical consistency of tweets like this, I could tweet, A chair is a chair until you break it. <laughs> That's what this tweet is saying. You can be friends with people for years, and it could take years to realize they were never your friend. Why do you breathe? Why do you breathe and eat and defecate resources that could be given to people who don't tweet waste of time? tweets i just i'm being an asshole i know but i'm being but i'm cleaning your karma people i'm being an asshole on your behalf so you don't have to that's not how karma works i know i know i know okay i'm just talking into a mic all right okay okay anyway the meat of today's episode is gay conversion therapy okay i've got a friend heal me who has a new program that he wants to promote so i'm gonna uh, I'm gonna call him over here. I, he's not. His English is not the best, so he's gonna try and uh, speak in speak speak in BM lah. But I think he'll champo champo. Is it uh, a little bit? All right. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna bring it. Help me. Help me. Are yeah yeah. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah Come here, come here. Okay okay. Okay. Uh so uh, did you just talk here. Yeah yeah. Just just start talking. Okay okay. Uh, aku mula, eh. Okay. Uh, hai, assalamualaikum. Ah, nama saya Hilmi dan uh, aku nak promote uh, satu program uh, terapi penukaran gay ya, yang disponsor oleh uh, Taliban. Uh, da- he- he- dalam program ini ya peserta semua akan uh, datang ke camp yang berada di Kabul. Uh, bukan bukankah Taliban ya? <infused> jangan risau. Uh, tapi dalam camp tu maaf lah uh, Tak ada ruang yang besar sangat, jadi kita harus letak semua peserta gay uh, itu dalam satu dewan besar. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, semua peserta gay itu akan tidur dalam satu bilik. Uh, mungkin katil tak cukup, jadi ada yang akan terpaksa kongsi katil. Katil lah. Ha, apa nak buat? Tak boleh. Kami ada ruang untuk hanya untuk macam... Sembilan 9 peserta Sembilan puluh Peserta sahaja uh, Tapi kalau tak uh, ketat Ketat sangat uh, Kita boleh menerima seratus orang So Ini bergantung uh, Saya juga dengan uh, rendah hati Nak meminta sedekah sedikitlah, Sebab Pajat kita tak tinggi sangat Tempat mandi tak ada pintu tutup tau Di tempat uh, shower tu Tempat mandi tak ada pintu Semua open shower Jadi kalau korang nak sedekah jadi sedikit supaya kami boleh bina bindu baru lebih baiklah ya. Uh, Lagi pun sabun eh yang orang afgan yang suka guna tu licin sangat dan selalu jatuh. Uh, jadi selalu kena bengkoklah dan angkat sabun tu. Ha. Jadi kalau belakang korang tak kuat saya nasihatkan bawalah sabun sendiri ya. Uh, last sekali, ya. Eh. Uh, ada beberapa doktor-doktor yang akan dermakan perkhidmatannya untuk peserta kem ni Kami fahamlah kalau orang homoseksual secara am ya, eh. secara am ada beberapa masalah medical dubo rectum dan usus besar iaitu colon. Ah oleh itu kita ada beberapa doktor ex gay doktor ya yang akan menjalankan kolonoskopi untuk korang. Ada satu doktor namanya Doktor Amjan apa apa benda kerja? Eh? Doktor Amjan Kotai besar, boleh uh, nama orang-orang Afghanistan. Doktor Amjan Kotai besar uh, yang amat popular. Dia dia pernah memeriksa Dubo Anwar Ibrahim dan Azmin Ali. Uh, jadi percayalah bahawa kami akan juga. Uh, convertkan dubo anda. Okey, uh, itu saja daripada saya. Terima kasih eh. See you the see you see you dah. Okey, Haris dah habis dah. Ah uh, tu je dah dah okey. Yeah. yeah okey, aku aku pergi ke aku ambil flight ke Taliban eh. eh kau, uh, kau ada da, da, dah bawa sabun tak? Dah beli sabun sendiri tak? Oh tak apa. Aku suka sabun licin tu. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much to my friend Hilmi so if you want to if you're gay and you don't want to be, look I think there's nothing wrong with you being gay me personally but there's some people who are gay who don't want to be gay anymore so if you don't want to be gay anymore uh, you can uh, DM me on my Instagram at the comedy podcast underscore and I will link you to heal me and then he can send you to Afghanistan and you can go over there have fun with the sharing a whole room with 90 other gay men so you can heal together You can uh, open shower with the slippery soap. By the way, if you hear the fucking rain and thunder, guys, it's because God is really mad at me right now. (laughs) He's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Come on. Stop it. That's not what I'm teaching. But yeah, you know La Malaysia. Heavy thunderstorm. I've got a crazy busy Friday ahead. So uh, this is the only time I can record. I hope you can forgive me. I was reading Twitter today a well, big mistake but I was doing it and people were saying some stupid shit like 6000 ringgit a month is considered B40 now I don't know if this is someone's opinion or if they linked an article I don't do thorough research people it's a comedy podcast we're here to talk talk ass sometimes literal ass so I don't know if that if this is coming from any government source, okay? But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you my unfiltered, unadulterated rage. I just don't understand why you would say stupid shit like you need six thousand ringgit to survive. What the hell is that? I think that people are telling themselves bullshit things. You create your own reality, okay? I know I sound like some love attraction man, but it's like if you if you are poor it's because you tell yourself you are poor okay poor is a mindset oh god By my course no, I'm kidding yeah but legit poor 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 is a mindset it is, it is a perspective it depends on how you compare alright an alpha male you know those man men an alpha male caveman was rich if he had a spear and a fuck hole and food to eat a spear of fuckhole and food to eat if that's all you had today you you. I don't think people would call you rich you would lose the fuck hole pretty quickly so the point I'm trying to make is you're only poor if you tell yourself you're poor and people online are going en masse to tell, and telling themselves that 6,000 ringgit per month is poor and I just think it's ridiculous alright it reminds me of this Bob Marley was it Bob no not Bob Marley guys Oh, I feel really uncultured right now. But anyway, you know the, the famous uh, reggae singer guy who was really into weed? They were asking him, uh, are you are you rich? What do you mean by rich? That's my attempt at a Rastafarian accent. A Jamaican accent. It's really bad. Sorry. You mean the we- the money? Uh, this kind of wealth I know have. But uh, richness in life. Uh, I- I'm misquoting him terribly. But he was just saying things that really rang true to me, you know. Wealth is not just cash, people come on, snap out of that, snap fucking out of that. you know who you know who benefits you know who benefits when you tell yourself that six thousand ringgit is poor it's not you, you know why you you need a lot less you don't need the money money's fake, you need food, you need shelter, you need health health in um you need medical services for sure that kind of thing, but you don't need six thousand ringgit the only the people that benefit from you making 6000 ringgit a month are the parasites at the top of this capitalist hierarchy okay cuz you want to work so hard to get an arbitrary check and then you work your ass off and then they get they, they yeah you get paid a little bit but this shit benefits them way more than it benefits you it's so much better if you unplug um, this is just me continuing my rant from fucking yesterday. I'm going to move the fuck on. Today for lunch, I ate uh siusu yok fan rice. Uh, if you're Malay, do not look up what that means. If you're Malay, can you leave this podcast right now? Please, thank you. So I had chia siusu yok fan and in there, my shit was good and... Uh, I had it from like one of those famous places. And I find that when you, go, when you take it from one of the more famous places, it does not make you sleepy. You know, the after lunch kind of Ugh. like that. And it was only ten ringgit, and I was shook la, how delicious it was. It didn't make me sleepy and it was cheap. All in all, it was... I, I just felt so blessed to be able to eat that kind of heavenly food. I felt a bit weird while I was there though. Like an ex of mine who I loved very much introduced me to that particular place. And I would look at where we used to sit together and enjoy the food. I would look around and I swear to God, I would be transported back in time. It was weird while I was lining up. Boom, suddenly it was 2015 again. And I would see my old life and all the feelings would creep back in. And suddenly I hear, like, Zai, what you want? You want fun?" The least goddamn sexiest sound I've ever heard it just broke me out of the fucking spell I was all in a romantic days, and then suddenly I hear this auntie thank fuck for the auntie you know I want to talk to you folks about why I shared this story in the first place you know you tell yourself a bunch of bullshit stories like the like the fact that 6,000 ringgit a month is poor you, listen man you could be rich with 2,000 3,000 ringgit but all the stories you tell yourself all the movies you play in your head they're all romanticized that's why you get so excited for the new job. You know, every time you start a new job, you get excited. Now, chances are you're going to hate that job. Why? Because of the bullshit movie you play in your head. That's why you get love high. for that new paramour. That new chick you're dating. That new guy. Oh, it's all hopeful. It's all possibilities. Who's probably going to break your heart at the end of the day. Why? Because of the dumbass movie you lied to yourself about. You lie to yourself all the fucking time. That's why your current partner may s- start seeming inadequate after a while. Especially if you compare him, her, they to a past lover. The movies in your head are fake and the reality is that the reality is a lot like the auntie. You know, with the denim, three-quarter pants and the hawker stall going, What do ta minum cha da mao, mao cha. And that's the reality. That's life. Reality is that auntie, and you gotta learn to love the auntie. And then you'll be fucking happy fucking that auntie. Uh, I took it to a weird place. But the principle stands, yeah? Snap out of your fantasies. Come back to reality. Ground yourself here. Stop telling yourself the 6,000 stupid arbitrary number. Yeah, it's ruining your fucking life. Fantasies are doing you dirty false narratives. Fuck that. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Okay, I'm gonna take a break from ranting. I'm gonna talk about crazy pussy next, uh, but before that, um, podcast love. Hello, you beautiful fucks! Did you enjoy today's episode? So five, you did. Thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate you. If you wanna, if you would like to help me grow, the best way you can do that is to just recommend this podcast to your friends by taking a screenshot of this episode right here. You can upload it to your Instagram story and tag me at the comedy podcast underscore on Instagram. While you are there, feel free to send me any list of questions you might have. Just DM them to me. They could be about romantic advice, anything you want to ask me in general. And did you read a funny article or did you have a funny thought that you wanted me to discuss on the podcast? I would be happy to receive and answer your listener questions. I've had some really dumb fuck ones and I love those the most. Looking forward to your listener question, you beautiful fuck. And now back to the, back to the episode. You know the Friday night. I'll will get to the crazy pussy in a second, but I want to tell you something. I'm gonna I'm about to meet a friend, who is one of the most accomplished people in the world. I mean, in Malaysia, academically. As uh, I know, some of my high school friends listen to this, so I don't want to get in too deep. I mean, I don't want to explain too much. But this, oh fuck, he, this guy listens to my podcast. Should I? You know what? I'll I'll I'll, I'll fucking continue. I don't care. This guy's the most wholehearted, wholesome person in the world. Okay. He's so smart, so successful. But as far as I'm concerned, in the ladies' department, he, he struggles a little bit. And tonight is the night I'm going to tell him, you know what, bro? I think you're gay. Just be gay. <laughs> Try some dick. Look, you might not... <laughs> Maybe you like trans women. Maybe you like a little confusion. I'm going to go and tell him that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's me being silly. All right, crazy pussy. My brother's ex, yeah, still these days, time to time, I'm, I'm naughty. Me and Taylor stalk people. So we just go online and just see what people are tweeting because uh, we, we're, we're infants at heart. But she's still being being an angry fuck on Twitter, just being salty as hell. Like, you know those passive-aggressive tweeting? You know those people that like anonymous, anonymously shit about the people in their lives on Twitter for everyone to see? It's like... Uh, I didn't say your name. If the shoe fits, then wear the shoe lah. It was you. What a fucking cop-out. They just want to talk shit about someone without uh, being responsible for their words, basically. But it's just, I guess it's a human thing to do. But let me tell you, you know, when people dump all their shit onto Twitter like that, they unfilter themselves. It's a gateway into their soul. Like this podcast is a gateway into my soul. Go ahead and read that shit and see how angry some of these angry types of people get. There are people in this world, yeah? People like this. There are people in this world who are going to be perpetually unhappy and perpetually dissatisfied with their partners. And in, and the Twitter feed is a dead giveaway. You want to learn about a person's temper? Check if they have Twitter and then check the Twitter timeline and see how much they're talking shit about people anonymously. They come in the form of passive-aggressive people who just complain a lot about anything and everything and they just tweet in a way where the whole world messed up. The whole world is... Everyone around me is fucked up and I didn't do anything. It's never my fault. I am not creating this reality. Guys, you always create your reality. Um, Anyway... Beware these people And let me tell you why Beware them Because they have The best vaginas I'll give them that Good anuses too Honestly Beware them Crazy blowjob technique Just fucking Just the best Blowjobs ever These fucking Crazy people And I've only Sampled the women I'm guessing The men have Crazy The the passive aggressive Twitter men Have crazy good dick As well I'm not sure But I'm gonna go On a limb here just make a fucking assumption okay the best fucking crazy crazy ass sex but when it comes to things like let's say you reply a text to them three minutes late forget about it you're gonna end. you're gonna start entering a cluster fucked, a cluster fuck of unmanaged child childhood emotions uh, just bubbling up all the traumas they're gonna lash out at you and you have to decide whether that crazy sex is worth it just a fireball of fuck you you're not good enough now come, now come, fuck this pussy, amazing pussy. Just it's confusing. Be careful. You're you're playing with fire, and nature is angry at me for exposing the truth of humanity. Uh, you can hear the thunder. Obviously, I'm projecting. I've been through a lot of this. Uh, leave me the fuck alone. But yeah, I'm projecting. But like, it's it's a fair warning to you fucks. You know, just a fair fucking warning. All right. The next topic is bangladesh Ah. <sighs> Uh, one of my favorite topics. I sent Papa to the airport the other day and you know, because he wanted to go to Bangladesh. And let me tell you something. There was a huge line of Bangladeshis who were flying back to Dhaka. And man, they were wearing some swag. Let me tell you about these Bangladeshi fucks. These beautiful fucks. They were wearing just... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It was off-brand. Not branded, but still looks really good. They're like learning how to mix and match, look smart, get nice haircuts. Papa told me that these were the more well-off Bangladeshis who made their money during their over 10 years in Malaysia. He was telling me that a lot of these Bangladeshis ended up starting their own businesses and all that. I don't know if you find this fascinating or not, but I do. They do businesses like construction work, like contract contractor stuff, you know, the subcons. Do you, want, do you want a small renovation to your house? You can go to these, one of these Bangladeshi big bosses and then they get like their friends to come and they all do the work and these guys can easily earn 10, 20, up to 50k a month. It's awesome. Small, some of them own like small vegetable farms, apparently chicken farms, even small furniture factories. Not, not big businessmen. Yeah? I'm talking about SME businessmen that do pretty well. Friggin' furniture factories are setting up here. Okay, making bank, and they were going back for holidays, wearing a bunch of swag, Just stylish haircuts. Man, they're doing the. A lot of them are doing the. You know, the the shave the sides of your head, shave the sides of your head, kind of short, leave the top. It was it was so nice. It's a huge contrast comparing to what the Bangladeshis used to look like years ago. They used to look like Syrian ref refugees all skinny and hungry and they always had the look of sadness in their eyes like they watched their own father get raped or something like, like just sadness, yeah. Just a deep, deep sadness in their eyes like it's somewhat, and confusion, sadness and confusion. You always see them in in like the the airports or the government uh, offices just not knowing what... Hello, bully uh, tolong saya? And just not knowing what the fuck to do and people would abuse them. But now they stand tall, stand proud, a lot of them. And I love to see it. Love to fucking see it. The Bangladeshis just used to look really poverty stricken. look like they only had one pair of clothes. Always looked hungry. Look like they haven't showered in two years. And of course, I'm just being mean. At least now they don't look as hungry. They look like they have some pride and I'm so proud. I'm back to my dad. Yeah, he, he was being really cute today. He called me. Uh, He's calling me all the goddamn time, man. I feel like it's weird saying this, but I'm going to say it. I feel like I'm his wife. Uh, (laughs) He's calling me, asking me about the house, showing me this, showing me that, texting me all day. I'm like, you need a woman. You need a... He was showing me pictures of his house today and his life. This is, I'm exercising here. look at the renovation. it's very nice. And uh, I had the avocado today. He' was showing me videos of Bangladesh, Dhaka City in general, right? Anyway, before I continue, I just want to say, you know Bangladesh is so interesting. They hardly had any like lockdown measures. Uh, according to my papa, only roughly ten percent of people are wearing masks. The vaccination rate is very low, but the COVID death rate, I don't know about infection rate, but he told me the COVID death rate is hella low. It's like there's hardly a pandemic over there and I don't know how that's possible. That that just blows my mind. Like, How is that possible? We're trying so hard over here and so many people are dying. I think the other day, last week, was it? 500 people died in a day. How ridiculous is that? See, maybe we should stop looking down on Bangladesh. huh? Anyway, uh, he was showing me videos of Bangladesh. Uh, Dakar and I was shook and Eh, kalau kau suka Bangladesh Kau baliklah budak Bangla ha? Kau nak mentaikkan Nama Malaysia, kau baliklah. Kenapa kau nak tinggal di sini No, I'm not making f- I'm not shitting on Malaysia Di mana tadi saya ditaikkan Nama Malaysia, ha? Huh? Saya nak tegur Bangladesh didn't It's to go the right word I'm trying to say praise Is it usik? No, usik is tease right? Sorry guys, I'm gonna Open Google, translate, tease. Eh, not tease, fuck, praise. Puji eh? Ah, puji. Aku hanya nak puji nama Bangladesh. Susah sangat ke? Sorry, guys. I always make up these um, these arbitrary uh, fictional arguments in my head. You ever do that when you have a thought and you imagine the criticism you might get for that thought? Yeah, I do that all the time. Anyway. Yeah, I, I was shook at how developed Bangladesh is becoming. Uh, it's not a shit show anymore, honestly. Like, there's a bunch of... Look, when you imagine Bangladesh, what do you imagine? Just a dusty, fucked up... <laughs> Be honest with me, you privileged Malaysian. Fuck. You imagine like dusty sandlands, cramped cramped uh, places. People are just hungry looking people, just looking sad, right? Right, now, now it's much better now it's grass, there's grass and trees everywhere. it's not as dusty, bunch of concrete developed lands, but the hungry looking people are still there. The ones who are not hungry are working in Malaysia, so uh it's a step in the right direction, I guess it's quite fantastic if you ask me, super proud of Bangladesh and what they've managed to achieve. I'm proud of that. Oh my god, so many things to say, but you know what? I need to move on to the listener questions, all right? Because I've got a few. All right, listener question. So, uh, hmm. so this is about a person who's a demisexual, yeah. By the way, a demisexual is a person who can only feel sexually aroused with someone who they feel very connected with. Whatever the fuck that means. I'm kidding. Um, Demisexual is a is a way that. it's a defense mechanism that a lot of women use to get... I'm kidding, but I'm going to finish my sentence. A lot of women use this, oh, I'm a demisexual, I can't fuck you unless I feel like we're close. It's just how she locks you into a relationship so you can't escape. I'm kidding! Obviously, I'm kidding. Um, So, this is the listener question. So, not sure who's going to see this or reply to this, but I'm, a, I'm in a bit of a pickle and not sure who to go to. I've been talking to this guy for... A little over a year, I think time has just been flying by me. And things are like really steamy. Oh, I like it steamed. One problem, he's in a long-term relation. Ah! He's in a long-term relationship with his girl, I believe a good five years. Now, why are we talking? Are we talking open relationship or what? Hmm? Five years is a long time, man. Especially for the young people. I'm a demisexual and it almost feels impossible to connect with anyone enough to even be able to feel horny towards them. I get the whole don't covert thy neighbor's wife thing. Some Bible some Bible phrases, guys. Don't covert thy neighbor's wife. But in this case, thy art-coverting thy neighbor's husband. And I've tried not talking to him. But oh my God, it's not like I can just stop and connect with the next guy that comes. Sincerely, the very frustrated and confused demi. there was a follow up. Please, please don't get me wrong. I'm happy on my own. I have been single for the past five to six years since my last toxic relationship, working on myself and all that crap. I just I'm just really sexually frustrated that I can't get off with just anyone, and vibrators can only go so far and being a demi makes even masturbating challenging. Oh my God, men. Wouldn't it be great if mankind was like demis? If we had a demi pill, we would stop. We would stop serial masturbating, which is ruining our lives. And I talked about that in previous episodes. And I think a lot of you fucks will stop being creeps with this woman. I said you fucks. Like I'm not one. I'm not one of them with a a, a past I'm not proud of. Anyway, um. Uh, uh, vibrators can only go so far, and being a demi makes even masturbating challenging. And mentally frustrated that the person I am able to connect with is already taken. Okay, first of all, I'm I'm guessing you guys peepee touched, and I bet that's some hot shit, man. You know, to fuck when you're not supposed to fuck. Whether he's cheating, but I mean, if he if this guy's girlfriend's okay with it, I guess it's less exciting. But if he's cheating on her for you, I bet that dick's just making you go. Ah, oh my, ah just amazing plus you're connecting with him and all that it's some forbidden fruit shit huh look girl I'm not gonna judge ya I'm not gonna judge ya but let me tell you the consequences of what's gonna happen you're gonna I'm sure you know this to be honest you're gonna hurt yourself for some good dick and I've hurt myself for some fantastic pussy do you remember the twitter shit I was on about that was me projecting I feel you I think you need to learn just make your mistakes man just make your mistakes just continue doing this terrible thing until it hurts you so much that you you are irreparably changed and you'll never do it again. I think it's called positive deconstruction. It's one of those principles that these smart people came out with a whole book and I just read a Medium article and I feel like I know everything about it. I talk about it on the podcast. But basically, nah man, who gives a fuck? Go, go do you. And now you're sexually frustrated? Yeah, just fuck this guy. Ooh, just but she's ruining... She's ruining a whole nother relationship. No, she's not. She's She gets some of the blame. I would say 15%. This is 85%. I can do maths. This is 85% that guy's fault for cheating on her. Alright, alright. What's the plan? What's the plan if he leaves you though? Hmm? If he stops it? um, just Just be horny. Just be horny and sexually frustrated. I mean... The the fix is is is, not, is nothing new. You don't get a Tinder card. Go 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 on dates. Everyone's a fucking fuck boy. Wants to fuck really fast and it's very frustrating. I understand that. But it's like a fucking lottery. You just gotta keep going. Um, in any in any event, the I can't answer your question without answering a bigger question. Yeah. Um, the aliens gave me a message today, guys. It's a short alien update. That uh, I'm going to give after this and then it should answer this little problem that this dear listener told me. The next question is, I'm curious, Harith mentions these aliens quite often, often, which makes me question how often, often does he use psychedelics? And if he doesn't, how does he come in contact with the aliens? Because I want to know. Answer. Listen, there were times in my life when I went months without releasing my jizz, Yeah. The NoFap community, I did it because the NoFap community told me that I would get superpowers. I knew they were full of shit, but I was just too goddamn curious. But I did it and I, and I got superpowers. Man, I was more confident, more uh, outgoing, a lot more energy to do the work. And then, but the, I, I stumbled onto a problem where wet dreams were happening. So what I did was I learned how to prevent wet dreams by meditating. So the jizz kept staying in and with all that jizz that keeps building up, you know, I was meditating at least one hour a day. After a while, the superpowers just amplified to a ridiculous extent. And then I became so enlightened that I was talking to international in, interdimensional beings while I'm meditating. And then the aliens came, no pun intended. But I would love to try psychedelics. I think I would. I can take this to a whole nother level. That means Taylor's not going to get any cum for a while. I'm going to get back to that place. And then uh, I'm going to try the psychedelics. And I, and I I think the aliens are going to tell me some crazy shit. Just a fucking feeling. Alright, now for the alien update. The aliens explained something to me recently. Yeah? They're contacting me while I was cream pieing Taylor. Half joke. Uh... They were explaining, did you know that there's a way to have sex uh, where you can orgasm without ejaculating? Yeah, it's a Taoist way of doing it. It feels really spiritual. It's awesome. Look it up. Taoism sex semen retention, Google all those things and you'll you'll find it. How to orgasm without ejaculating. Taoism. So yeah, it gets me into a very spiritual mental headspace. Anyway, they contacted me and they were explaining to me that your relationship, yeah, as in humanity, everyone listening here, its listeners. Your relationship with money, your relationship with love, your relationship with time, they're all the same relationship, kind of. Very similar. Think about the person you love, right? Let's say you love someone. The more you chase them, the more you drive them away. That's the maxim. Think of a... Think of the over-eager person who professes their love for someone after just knowing them for two weeks. You know, these people. Yeah. They just text them all day. Hi, how are you? They want to talk all the time. Asking to meet up all the time. Just being hella clingy. But what what ends up happening? They drive away the person they love. They creep out the recipient of their love. They creepy vibes. So you drive away love by being so clingy and codependent it's hard for me to brain personally but the aliens said right that money and time do not exist the way we think it exists they said it's like money and time are energies just like love so if you want more time and money picture them as potential recipients of your love like treat them the same way you got to be a bit distant a bit aloof they said if you figure this shit out, you can have as much money as you need and, and as much time in the day to complete all your tasks, apparently. Yeah, apparently, some people get more time than others in a day. Can you brain that? It's mind-blowing to me how that works. But yeah, that's literally... That But time is literally a, a relative, apparently. There you go. How are you going to use that practically in your own life? I have no fucking clue. But yeah, you learned a new law today, so come for your thoughts. All right, guys, that's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'll speak to you on Wednesday. Bye bye.